This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Welcome, friends, to this episode of the Badass Ladies Club. My name's Lori. I'm here with my girl, Jessica. Hello. Welcome 2022. Holy shit. What just happened, (laughs) y'all? Like, oh my gosh. I'm um, super, super grateful to be here, that you guys are here. All of the love and support and community that has come together around this podcast and this business, like truly, we are so grateful that you're spending your time here because your time is really valuable. And the fact that you want to spend it with us talking about alignment today is really everything. But before we get started, (laughs) uh, Jessica has a huge announcement to make. We've been leading up to this big announcement for a little while. I mean, maybe you guys won't be surprised. The anticipation (laughs) is killing me. Like, Um, tell us, what is it? So as of, um, I'm assuming what will be mid-February, I will officially be out of the salon full time. The salon is closing, which, um, you know, I have a lot of feelings about, but the flip side of that is I am creating my own space inside my home, a fully functioning salon space called Badass Beauty. Stop it. <laughs> Which is our little umbrella company under Badass Ladies Club, of course. Okay, so hold on. So you're opening Badass Beauty, which is your full-service salon. Correct. One chair. One chair. All Jessica Weckerlin. All me. Ready to roll, starting your own small business. Yes. I mean, what a shift. (laughs) Mostly because if any of you guys know me... I have never wanted to do this. I mean, people have asked you for years and you've always been like, meh, meh, not my thing. Not so much. Um, And the growth that comes through starting this thing that was our podcast that turned into these little like businesses, you know, that Mm -hmm. we've been able to nurture and feed. And now it's like funneling into this larger operation for you. Um, that's just so exciting. I I am thrilled. I'm ready. I never thought that I would be so ready, even though I have a lot of feelings about the salon closing. Um, I I feel really aligned with this decision, which yeah. is what we're talking about today, alignment. And it just kind of happened. And... I couldn't be more thrilled and, um, you know, badass beauty for me has always been, um, I mean, how long have we been talking about badass beauty before it was even a salon? Well, well, yeah, because we knew that there would be a beauty component to badass ladies club at some point. We just didn't know how that would manifest. Right. So like. For those of you like, wait, what? So you have Badass Ladies Club, you have Badass Retreats, now you have Badass Beauty. How does this all fit together? What's going on? So, of course, yes, we have Badass Ladies Club together. Badass Retreats is kind of Laurie's brainchild. (laughs) That's her baby. Baby. um, That we both work on together. And Badass Beauty was always, like I said, before it was ever even a salon, it was just this little baby idea that we knew we wanted to do something with. And Laurie has been so gracious in helping me. So has our friend Mandy, which if you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, Mandy's been on a few of our episodes and she has gone this path that I'm going with having your own one chair salon in your own space. And I mean, it pays to have a tribe of people around you who are going to love and support you through life-changing situations. Totally. Something that feels really important, though, to point out about this process for you 
is that like if we went back, say, three to five years and told you that in 2022, you were going to be opening your own one chair salon space for just you to work in, that that would have seemed um, harder yeah. than this is turning out to be. Yes. And that that when you do operate out of alignment, which is what we're getting into today for an episode, that... Um, all of the elements that you need in order to pull off the thing that seems like such a big deal kind of just move into your orbit and you're just able to take the actions needed to pull it off. And how hard has this seemed to be up to this point? Like, is it easier than you thought it would be? Totally easy. Okay. Um, Seamless. And I have just made the decision to be able to receive and so those who want to help, I'm allowing to help. Mm-hmm. Um, I am making a conscious decision every day, every day, excuse me, to be an energetic match for what I need. And those things are, I almost want to say magically, but it's not magic. It's, I mean, depends on what you call magic. I was about to say, uh, yeah. I mean, law of attraction is coming. Yeah, Yeah, it's coming to me. And um, this whole process has proven to me more than anything that I've ever done that if you, you don't have to make it so hard. It doesn't have to be so hard. And if you just open your heart and your mind to possibilities and you're an energetic match for what you need and what you're trying to convey. I mean, people have come to me and said, how can I help? What can I do? How can I offer my services to help you and all these things? And it's just like, oh my God, like this is way easier because three to five years ago, like you were saying, I mean, I would have been a basket case and, um, made it hard because it would have been hard because I was not in the headspace then that I am now. That sometimes the hardest part is just changing your mind. Yes. (laughs) You know, like the hardest part is just getting out of your own way. Jessica, three to five years ago, made everything hard. Right. Everything was always hard because it had to be. And um, mostly out of ego because I wanted things to be hard so that when I accomplished them, it was like, (laughs) like what I did, you know, and um, I was too proud to accept help and receiving. And so had people come to me three to five years ago and said, Hey, how can I offer my services to you? I would have been like, you can't, you know, like it would have been a completely different story. And honestly, even if I would have opened a salon three to five years ago, it would be closed by now. (laughs) That would have been a really interesting time to open a salon. (laughs) Um, Well, congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. It's, um, really exciting to watch you uh, step into this. Yay! Claim it! And create a space for me to do makeup in sometimes. Yes, which we already have an event booked. We do. Yeah, Badass Beauty has its first event. Um, There's also a lot of really exciting moving parts around Badass Beauty besides clients being able to just come and get their hair done, which is, you know, like the first step of getting you into this space. But it's going to open up so many um, opportunities to branch into a lot of different avenues with beauty that are actually coming together faster than maybe I would have anticipated that these things were going to come together. Yeah, so... Do we want to talk about the healing aspect? Let's talk about it. Yes. Okay. So if you guys want to really know, (laughs) Badass Beauty is actually called Badass Beauty and Healing, which is probably no surprise to any of you. (laughs) It's kind of our bag. (laughs) um, Yeah, kind of our thing. Um, But the idea behind Badass Beauty is that we as artists hair and makeup, um, we can make you look as beautiful as you possibly can on the outside, but you will never fully love yourself and feel that beauty until you look at yourself on the inside. And so we want to, um, incorporate 
both. Yeah. And so badass beauty is not just going to be hair and makeup and, um, you know, aesthetics, things, you know, that we paint on your face and put in your hair. It's, go, excuse me, it's going to be um, a healing journey as well. Of course, these services are optional. It's not like everyone who sits in my chair has to do like a session, but, um, the services are optional. Yeah. And that there is an energetic transfer that happens when you're doing technical services on people, whether you realize that or not. Mm -hmm. Also why people continue to come and see you. Yeah. Obviously they like the way that they look. But there is so much data to support that, like, the way that your hair looks or the way that your makeup looks is actually secondary to why people want to continue to see you. You make them feel a certain way because of this, like, energetic transfer that's going on between the two of you. And what Badass Beauty is uh, encompassing in such a beautiful way is, like, pointing that out on purpose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, this whole idea that when you fall in love with what's going on inside of you and you can honor that space, well then, yeah, that shines through on the outside in ways that like hair tools and makeup brushes can't address, you know, and that it is a holistic approach to beauty. Yes. Um, and I'm excited. I'm going to be getting, um, some rebels and outlaws things Mm -hmm. to kind of help bring that out um which if you guys have been listening for a while that was the james vincent episode yeah the retail component's um, going to be yeah, really exciting the retail like, component's yeah. going to be great um you know i have some friends who you know make certain like teas and bath salts and you know like everything's just going to be like super simple small business a holistic approach yeah curated um there's also going to be some really exciting education opportunities coming up like technical education i I mean we don't have to talk details or anything i mean i'm just saying like that through our connections in the beauty business one thing that is sorely missing for professionals especially in the dallas fort worth metroplex and specifically like in mid cities yes is a lack of quality education on more advanced techniques you Mm -hmm. know and people that um are relevant in today's fashion and in today's beauty trends coming to a city center like Arlington and being able to provide education to other professionals. Um, I'm really excited about that part of it. Yeah, because artists of that caliber, when they do come to town, are always in Dallas. Yeah. And um, no offense, but like we want some love here too in funky town and Arlington. And, you know, like there are other places besides Dallas where hairdressers are wanting education and we will have a badass beauty presents series of educators. And so it guys, just so many good things, so many good things. Um, and let it be like an inspiring, uh, beacon for you that if there's something that you wish existed or if whatever your current situation looks like you're not in love with and you're like god it would just be so much better if i could have all of these things like sometimes that does mean that you have to go out and build it create it you know build like it and it will come because you're Isn't that what they say totally, on field of dreams it's <laughs> totally what they say and i've told myself that many times over yes. the last year um yes. but yeah like you are creating the answers to the things that you've needed yeah. In your career. Yeah. And it's just like materializing. And, yeah. And, you know, to be honest, like who knows where it will come from or go from here. You know, this may turn into an online course that we do where we teach people to open their own thing. And, you know, Don't like. Don't give me any ideas, Jessica. We okay, like, <laughs> have way too many ideas already. <laughs> Don't say anything to Laurie because she'll be like, I'm writing. Let's do down. it now. Like, yeah. Like, so crazy. anyway. Congrats on Badass Beauty. Thank you. I'm so excited um, for everybody to see it. And yeah, just for it to get going and launching. The other really exciting things that are like coming up on the horizon is we're going to be in Costa Rica, like in a matter of weeks from right now, you know, like that that is. And um, there's a lot of exciting things happening on the retreat side that, you know, um, 
are on the down low, but so yeah, it's all coming together in all coming together a really beautiful way. So let's talk about what makes all of these magical things possible. (sighs) Okay, like the really, if you scale out and you look at how you create something like this that's so big from nothing, it all comes out of this conversation about alignment, right? So. If somebody were to tell or to ask you, what does it mean to operate from alignment? How would you answer that? That's a great question. I would say that every turn feels good Mm -hmm. and that when I'm operating from alignment, um, it is undoubtedly, even if I do doubt it. It's like this weird, undoubtedly, this is the right thing to do, even if it's hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and that operating from alignment is what's good for me is good for everyone and creating a bigger, better future, um, for myself. Now that's what it means for me. Um, for other people, I would say it's just this idea of, you know, like one of our friends came to me today and asked me for advice on a business move. And I asked her, I said, well, have you asked your guidance yet? And she was like, no, I haven't. I said, well, how do you feel about this business decision? You know, like, why do you care what I feel about this business decision? Right. You're the one who's going to be, you know, doing this. And she's, oh, I need to like really get right with myself, you know, mm-hmm. before I put down this deposit for X, Y, Z. And, you know, and what solid advice, Jessica Weckerlin. Okay. I'm like saying. I am because Jessica three to five years ago would have been like, well, let me tell you what I think about this business. Right. <laughs> or you would have said, I don't know, maybe you should ask so-and-so like it wouldn't mm-hmm. have been ask yourself. It would have been like, let's go ask somebody else who knows better than us. You know, right. like, um, yeah, solid advice. Like, so yeah, I just think that operating from alignment means like getting quiet with yourself and like really coming from a place that is like, what do I need? What do I want? And that everything just kind of um, comes together. I know that you'll have a much more eloquent answer to this, well, but I think that that was a great answer. But um, <laughs> I mean, I think alignment is kind of this idea that what you're feeling. And saying and doing are all the same thing, right? It all just comes together. Well, in that you're not betraying what you're feeling inside by your actions, by your words, you know? Like, so when you're not operating in alignment, maybe you feel one way and you say something else and you're doing something else, you know? And that none of those things, and that you have a lot of excuses or reasons why you can't operate out of alignment or out of this like place of integrity with yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and that being in alignment means that you're not abandoning yourself really is the best way that I have to explain that. You know, I think that Lizzo put it best is that like you can have it all. You don't have to make sacrifices like that. And I know that sounds like super idealistic to a lot of logical people. And I know because I am a very logical person. Um, but operating from alignment for me is really like, why, why can't it all be what I need it to be and what I want it to be? Yeah. You know, um, So, for example, for those of you wondering, I'll be working at Badass Beauty Thursday through Saturday. No, I will not be doing hair full time. Why? Because I don't want to. Right. And because you don't need to. I don't need to. No. Because I have a family and other business ventures with my best friend, Laurie, that I'm concentrating on that is also a stream of income and that, you know, three to five years ago, I would have never even considered not doing hair full time. Ever in my life, I would have never considered it. Um, But this just feels right. And I have no problem with telling anybody that that is just what's going to happen and it's going to be great. And it's what's going to work for me, for you, for my daughter, for the greater good of everyone. It's going to be great. And 
the the s- stories that we make up, you know, about why you have to work full time behind the chair or why three days a week isn't enough or that all of those things are like out of alignment with where you're headed. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one big thing about alignment or things that like knock me out of alignment is definitely like the fear factor part of it, you know, yeah. like, so when I'm afraid that I'm not going to get the results that I want, then that's when these like old limiting stories and belief systems and structures come in that m- make me make choices out of fear, you know, yeah. and that you're not the idea of working five days a week behind the chair. You're not doing that because it feels good and it's in alignment. You're doing that because you're afraid if you don't, that there's not going to be enough money or clients aren't going to. Right. It's this place of lack. Right. The scarcity. I won't have enough. Yeah. And like when I did the numbers for Badass Beauty, I was like, oh my God, this will be great. More than enough. Yeah. Like not a problem. Every time. Yeah. So the other part of like operating out of alignment is what it does to you like physically, mentally, and emotionally to continue to do things that you know are not serving your highest good and are not in alignment with where you're headed. Mm -hmm. It's what makes so many of us feel stuck, right? That we know that where we are, like either the relationship that we're in, the place that we work in, the behaviors that we're, you know, showing, are not in alignment with where we say we want to go and who we say we want to be. And then it puts us in this place of coming up with reasons why that's okay. Limiting our capacity or our ability to like pull off the things that we say we're getting into. And then it becomes kind of like this self-defeating prophecy where we're like, well, I knew that it wasn't going to work out because of whatever, you know, and it supports the spiral of keeping you small, you know, and keeping you stuck instead of supporting your expansion into these greater levels and these higher things, you know, and for anyone who's ever been stuck, you know what I'm talking about right now, you know, like that, that feels so heavy and it's like the more reasons you can find not to expand then the further down the spiral you kind of go, you know, and mm-hmm. that is, um, a really painful place to be yeah. in. You know, a lot of times it takes something to kind of shake that up. Um, and you know, we've talked a lot in, well, in our course, when we recorded Badass's Guide to Feeling Good, you know, about this idea that like sometimes you have to shift because uh, there's some big event, you know, like that happens, something outside of your control that like shakes right. you up where you're like, oh my gosh, now okay, I have universe. to change, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I either have to expand or I have to roll over and continue this behavior that is like not worthy of me, you know, and that's not allowing me to be the best self that I can be. And so where do I go? What's my choice? Do I step up and expand and face the fears and like pull myself out of the spiral? Or do I stay small and play inside of my safety net, you know, because I'm afraid if I don't, that things aren't going to turn out the way that I want them to. Um, and so that's kind of where the expansion with badass beauty came from, you know, was in this idea that there wasn't going to be a place for you to work anymore. That was worthy of where you're going, you know, and who you actually are. So you could have found another place to work, you know, like another business to be an employee. in. you could have, um, gone and leased a station, you know, like there's lots of places where there's booths to rent, you know, And in this decision, what you decided was best for you was to be able to create your own space in your home, which is already like the safe space for you. And that all of those decisions would have not been right, wrong, or indifferent. It was all about which one was in alignment with where you were going. And so I guess that's one thing about alignment that I feel like is really critical is that nobody can tell you what's in alignment for you. Yeah. Like that you have to evaluate the decisions and the situation in front of you and decide what is in alignment. And sometimes you don't know what that is until you're faced with this big 
thing that's in your, you know, sphere that you don't have any control over that's forcing you right. to make that decision. Right. Like the salon closing, for example, um, kind of out of my control, right? Like it, it's happening yeah. whether I want it to or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, this place is like my baby. I have a lot of fond memories of this salon yeah. and I, I love this salon. Um, and it's time for something else. And I've made peace with that and it's okay. So when I've been telling guests, friends and family about the salon closing and my choice to open a salon space in my house, um, I would say nine times out of 10. I mean, the response is phenomenal Mm -hmm. and I can barely get the full sentence out before people are like, I don't care where are you going? Um, or what are you doing? Um, but the, I'm going to be working from home and have a salon in my house and people are just like blown away and sometimes question me about it. Yeah challenge that a little bit. They challenge it a little bit. And so that's another thing with operating from alignment. When you operate from alignment, not everyone gets it. And I'm feeling that to the biggest degree right now with my, you know, life choices at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, we were conditioned that life works a certain way. You go to work five days a week, 40 hours a week and X, Y, Z. And I'm like, well, I've been working five days a week, 50 hour plus sometimes weeks for 14 years on my feet. Um, mama's tired. And, um, if I have this opportunity to create a new story for myself, a new story for my family, you know, I could have gone to Dallas and made like a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but driving to Dallas all day, every day wasn't it for me. And, um, I could make just as much and I'm convinced if not more. Yes. Working for my house. hundred percent. You can. Um, and I didn't totally believe that when I made this decision, but the more I get into it and the more that I'm learning a little bit more about business and numbers and, you know, all the inner workings of what that looks like. Um, I'm like, it's going to be okay, but people still push back on it, you know? And, um, so one thing that I think is really cool about alignment is that when people push back on something that you're choosing to do from this aligned space, um, that it's okay. Totally okay. That before, like that if you're not in alignment and you're kind of uncertain about what you're doing and you don't really feel 110%, like this is the direction that you know you're supposed to go, that when people pick at you and challenge you about things, it bothers you, you know? And you are kind of like, oh, I don't know. Should I be doing this? Like what's going? But when you're in alignment, people can pick shit apart all they want to and that you're actually like, okay, cool. Like... Mm -hmm. That's okay. one way to look at it, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, it, but it, I guess my point is, is that it's not, it doesn't really falter you because from that aligned space, you're really secure, you know? Like, yeah. And it's cool if people want to challenge it and question it. You can look at it for exactly what that is, which is their own insecurity that's rising up when they consider this thing that you're doing. Right. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. And, you know, I just try to meet people where they are and offer people an out. Yeah. You know, hey, if you want to take this opportunity to explore other hairdressers, other salons, that's cool. Yeah. And I don't know if that makes the situation better or worse, but it's really like it's okay. You know, well, the other really cool thing, though, about being in alignment is it does start to, um, it makes you more bold with what you are willing to accept and who you are actually are and where you're willing to like vibrate and exist in. And the people that don't fall into that alignment, that vibration, that existence too, they do sort of start to shake off, you know, like they can't live where you're living 
it's too intimidating. It's scary to them. It looks risky. It's, you know, like it's too big, you know, in some respects. And that's cool. Like there are several levels of existence as it were, you know, that we all get to live and operate in. And there's plenty of people right where they're at to do that with them, you know? Um, but in order to expand, sometimes you have to let go of the things and the people and the conversations and the belief systems that don't exist where you're headed, you know? And as humans, that's sometimes kind of tricky. It it is tricky and it is scary because, you know, people may look at my situation or someone like me and say, oh, well, are you really in a position to just like let people go? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I am. 100% I am. Um, You know, and that's not saying that I want these people to go. No. Like if you're along for the journey, I want you on on. the journey. Yeah, totally. Um, But if you're not, it's okay. And you, yeah, you just have to be willing to meet people where they are. Doesn't mean you have to sink down with them. Well, and it's so funny because like you and I shift really differently, which is part of what makes all of uh, our stories so cool, I think, you know, is because we do these things differently. But like after six months of not being in the salon, I am getting a lot of like, okay, so you've done this like, like you took a break. Now, what are you actually going to do? You know, like, and that, that story that bumps up against people, you know, like that, um, that sometimes you leave a job, you leave a career and you take a few months off and then you like transition into something else. Um, you're doing the DM thing. But I already did that, you know, like, and that there's no other shoe to drop. Like this is actually the way that life life gets to be, you know, and that that is okay with me, you know, and that when that, uh, rubs up against other people's ideas of what you're supposed to do when you quit a job and run into it, you know, like, um, it's kind of like working the three days a week instead of five days a week. Yeah. That my idea of work is super different now than it once was, you know, and that I have let go of so many ideas about what it means to earn. Mm -hmm. Like that I truly believe right now that the less I effort and work and the more I take care of myself, the more money I make. It's crazy, but, but it's like, totally have, true. Y'all like, think like she's talking crazy. No, I've watched it. It's I've happening. watched it um, happen. And I'm like, how the hell? But it's amazing. That's not a belief that many people like to hold on to and run with, you know, oh, yeah. like that it seems like fairy tale worlds and it seems like something that's not like possible. But that's only because you believe that it's not possible and that you're not in alignment with that way of earning and living and being anyway. And I will say that way of alignment is not easy. It does hit me at a growth edge, you know, where my conditioning for 27 years of my working life says otherwise, you know, like I have a lot of um, life experience that doesn't prove that, but that doesn't mean I can't have that, you know, like I'm the one that's making the rules. I'm the one that's creating the reality. I'm the one that's deciding what's in alignment for me. And as soon as I can get really, really clear on that and focus in on it, I'll tell you, it's actually really great to decide that you work less and make more. Yeah. And that your ability to make the astronomical money that you didn't think was possible only comes when things are easy, not when things are hard. Yeah. That the working comes when it feels good and you're in alignment and it's fun and you're inspired and you're engaged and that the people can't wait to pay you. And that people actually chase me down to work with me, you know, like, yeah, they I do. don't have to look for clients. They come like not just clients, the exact clients I want to work with. Yeah. To do exactly the kind of thing that I want, like when I want to try out something new or I want to work with a different kind of client, like I just decide and they just show up, you know, and I do have to like take action and make an offer and, you know, like do the things that on the surface maybe seem um, uncomfortable, like putting myself out there. But as I'm doing it, it's kind of like you working all these details out to open the salon. Like, it's not as hard as I was making it out to be. Yeah. And in the process of it, I'm like, actually, that wasn't hard and that wasn't scary. That felt really amazing. Um. So, yeah, like being in alignment 
makes the action part and makes the big scary things that you've been avoiding not scary at all and actually so simple that it's annoying that I didn't figure it out before now, you know, like, yes, that (laughs) so many times I've kicked myself (laughs) through this process and like even before badass beauty, like I'm talking like even with badass ladies club and like just the, um, momentum shifts that you and I have been going Mm -hmm. through and like with our last online course launch and like how we literally like got off of the live and we watched that money roll in Mm -hmm. within minutes. I was like, this is so stupid. Like, yes, this is so stupid. How I don't want to say easy. It was because it was a lot of, how do you say that? That we had we to, worked, we, we worked the system. We worked the system. There is a process for how to do yes. these things, right? So basically what happened with the course launch of Badass's Guide to Feeling Good is that it had taken us a year. <laughs> yes, it was a lot of work building up like to that this we one knew, moment. Yeah, like that we knew the actual step one, step two, step three to doing what we did when we launched that yes. course. But we weren't ready yet And so we had to work our way through all the steps to be ready. And as soon as we were ready, that it was, um, that the actions were easy, but the preparation for us to be ready for the actions took long, took a minute, you know? And that there's this, um, one thing I'm noticing so much about my own process, and I will go ahead and speak for you. I know that you're a lot like this too, um, is that we like to be at the head of the class. Yeah. Like that we want to be the A student, right? And that the idea of like, yeah, you're going to like, we're going to buy this course. We're going to learn how to do the things. We're going to take all the classes. We're going to learn all the content. And then we're just going to be able to go in and implement it A, B, C, D, and E. And it's going to be great. And we're going to do it way faster. And everybody's going to be like, oh my God, look at them. They did it so fast (laughs) and it was so easy. Um, That that is the way that it looks in my head. And that then when I'm doing it, and I know, it, and, and then I we don't... try to put it on paper, and it's like, ah. and then it gets really kind of like um, frustrating, and then we're like trying, and then it becomes this like effort, and and then from that space, like that's usually where I have to clear the whole thing off, and I'm like, just fuck it, we're not doing this, you know, like <laughs> that several times over the last year that we tried to make a stab at doing something like that. And it just wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right energy. It wasn't the right vibe because we weren't ready yet. Yeah. But when we were ready, all of a sudden, it didn't matter how well planned or not planned it was, you know, like, and that we didn't need all of the structured pieces to be in place in order to pull it off. We were ready to do the damn thing, you know, and then we did it and then it was effortless and we showed up and we felt great about what we were offering and what we were doing. And we were in love with this offer and this course and this opportunity. The right people came to the table, you know, like, and it all happened so smoothly. And now that like we're in the midst of like facilitating this course that we've sold And then we're actually launching a new course this month, you know, Mm -hmm. that's going to go in addition to that. So we're going to be selling a new course while we're maintaining the last course. The momentum around all of these things, because it's in alignment, doesn't feel so overwhelming and scary. Whereas when I explain it to people, it sounds overwhelming. And they're like, oh, my gosh, how are you managing and doing all these things? And I'm like, what? Uh, what? what? Like, it's fine. You know, like it's not it's not such a big deal when you're operating out of alignment. But that's not because it didn't take a year yeah. of doing the inside work to allow the outside work to just move into place. Well, yeah, especially for the content we create. Yeah. I mean, our stuff is deep yeah. and can be heavy. Right. So. As facilitators, we can't BS our way through that. No. Like, we have to show up raw and real for the content and, like, spill our guts to literally everyone, which you guys think we do that on a podcast? Wait till you buy one of our courses (laughs) and, like, really see how effed up we are. A little bit, yeah. And, like, what goes on in our heads. And um, that, yeah, it took a lot of work emotionally to get all that out. Um, sometimes I wonder (laughs) why we're in like such an emotional 
space. I'm like, we literally could have created Badass Ladies Club and created content for anything. And we chose healing. And this is what we chose. Um, <laughs> you know, like this really interesting part of alignment, too, is just like how once you're in it that there's pretty much nothing that could happen now. It's addicting. Well, like there's nothing that would happen now that would knock me out of it. I don't care. And you know, like this is something that, um, I've been doing shamanic astrology updates with, uh, Kat DeWitt the last yeah. few weeks because in my, in the stage of life that I'm in, you know, the, in these um, planetary spaces that I'm moving into this next year, I'm really transitioning between my moon and my sun sign. And so in the phase of life that I'm moving into, like there are some heavy relationship style things coming my way where it's going to bump up against like, what relationships do I nurture? Do I keep? Do I let go? Like I'm going to be growing things are going to be changing and I'm expanding so fast that that's hard on relationships all around you, you know? And so, and I've already had so many relationship shifts over the last year, you know, where oh, I've yeah. really had to be willing to say like bless and release like that, the whole, I love you. I forgive you. Thank you. I'm sorry thing. Yeah. And that when you're in alignment, I can tell you with all certainty, like, I don't care who you are to me. If what you need from me is something that knocks me out of my alignment or would force me to operate in a way that wasn't in alignment with me, then I can really easily bless and release you. <sighs> yeah. And easily is maybe not the right word. It might not be easy, but I'm certain. You right. know, like that I There's am, no other choice. No, like I am such a whole person right now. Yeah. That if what you need from me is out of alignment with where I am and where I'm going, then I can see a bigger picture and know that it's time for me to move forward without you in my orbit. And that that is really counterintuitive to a codependent um space been codependent for so long for so long. Yeah. And that, and that I, that that's not like a threat or a, um, an ego conversation. It's just that like my relationship with m myself and my own alignment is truly the most important thing in my life. And that anybody who like really loves me and wants what's best for me is going to honor that for me, you know, and if they can't do that, well, then they've got their own work that I can't be around for, you know, like not if it's going to bump up against where I'm going in my own alignment. And that that is a, a really um, it's just a really yummy place yeah, to be in and has not come for lack of a lot of years of abandoning myself, you know, like for what other people needed. First of all. I can't wait for my shamanic astrology oh updates because I'm going to do it around my birthday. It's um, so good. Here pretty soon. If you guys have um, not started following at Matriarch Medicine on Instagram, what and are you, you haven't doing gotten your, life? your shamanic <laughs> astrology reading for, I think they're like $111 yeah. right now. Like look up Kat DeWitt and get you a shamanic astrology reading. It'll change everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do one for my 35th birthday coming up here. But um I'm really interested in what 35 has to hold for me because I won't go into detail, but as you know, some people popped back up mm -hmm. a few weeks ago yeah. that really threw me off. And I people went that into you a had tailspin. shed because they weren't in alignment yes, with where you were headed. I was literally right. like, yeah. bless you. <laughs> I wish you the best. I want everything good for you. I just want you to do it over, over there. On that side, yeah. And they came back. Yeah. And I was like, no. And Opportunities. It, like, yeah. It totally threw me off. So I'm really interested in what my shamanic astrology update has for me for 2022 and being 35. And that one of my favorite things about healing journeys and in general is like as soon as you start to feel really like this whole speech I just gave about being a whole person and like bless and release and all that, like that there's going to be opportunities that I'm moving into in the next year where I'm going to have to prove that 
to myself. That as soon as you start to feel really stable and steady in whatever it is that you're working in your healing journey, then spirit's going to be like, okay, let's see what you do with this. You know, like you think you got it figured out and things are really secure and strong. Here you are, you know, and that those um, opportunities are there to remind you how strong and healed you are or maybe what point out need <laughs> what needs to work on next, you know, yeah. like that it's not a bad thing to bump up against that shit and be like, okay, no, thank you. Yeah. I'm not willing to do this work right now, you know, and then you at least know where you are on the spectrum. Right. right? Like, um, oh, I'm lacking boundaries in this area. Totally. I need to figure that out. Which is why it's so true that it's not a destination. Yeah. Like that you never get there. You're always working some concept that is part of the journey to get you there. But I'll take alignment over self-abandonment any day. Man, the more I get into it, I, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I almost said it's hard. I mean, believe me, this isn't for <laughs> the weak by any means. But it also, once you start doing it, like everything else just feels bad. You know, yeah. that you're like, well, I don't want to be back in that place. So there's just really no other way of life. And it's what you what you're noticing when you say that, like everything else just like feels bad is that alignment is the best frequency and vibration to exist in. Yeah. That when you feel that frequency inside of you, it's like relief, you know, it's like, yes, this is where I'm supposed to be. Right. And then when you do things or you have things or you experience things that aren't in that alignment, you feel the vibrational difference and it doesn't feel good. But your ability to notice the difference means you have to feel something. Yeah. Which, you know if we scale all the way back to like episode two of the badass ladies club, you know, like when oh, we Lord. were recording feelings are for feeling like we were still just trying to wrap our heads around what it meant to actually feel something completely and not shove it away and push it away. And now to operate in alignment, you have to feel the thing to decide, is it in alignment with me or not? You know, like, so, so much of the work is just being okay with feeling anything aligned, not aligned, good, bad, you know, like Different. shame, yeah. excitement, whatever it is, you know, like that you have to be willing to feel the feeling. Right. And then once you're willing to feel all the feelings, well, then you get to decide what does alignment feel like, vibrate, like be like in my body, you know? And then when things don't feel like that, know when it's time to move them out of your experience, you know? So all of these things do compound on one another, but the bottom line is you have to be willing to feel to even be able to organize it in whatever, you know, like box it goes in. Mm -hmm. um, and just the feeling part of it alone is a huge step, you know? Yeah, you know, and that's something that I've been trying to work on. You know, when you talk about working in alignment, being an energetic match, it is a 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week assignment, basically, um, where it's not just like when you're with your partner or your friends or at work. It's your energy that you feel when you're standing in line at the bank and yeah. the energy in the grocery store mm -hmm. and the energy you're it's a constant. I'm always trying to be aware of my vibe, my energy and being an energetic match and operating out of alignment in that way. Right. Driving, you know, like, yes. like literally everything I do. Um, to where you just kind of have to notice, mm -hmm. feel, acknowledge, and then decide, like, is this, you know, is this me? Right. Is this what, you know, is good for me? Is it good for everyone else? Yeah. For me to be in this space. Sure. And that the awareness of and the paying attention to is the work. Yeah. That's the job, you know, like, and so when we're distilling that down to, business decisions and entrepreneurship, 
then it becomes this intuitive aligned way of doing business, right? Where you're deciding what's best for your future based on what feels good to you, but you can't decide that if you don't feel it. Yeah. And sometimes what you feel is like, uh, so for example, we were supposed to record content this past week. We had a day blocked out for it, you know, but then when the day got here, circumstances being what they were, like we weren't feeling it. I was not right. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and it was me guys. It was me. But but even if it like, if you weren't feeling it, logic would say it's, you know, the end of the year, it's holiday rush, you know, like we've got all these things, you're working six day weeks, you know, like there's no time, right? I just need to like put on my big girl pants and do this and power through and make it happen. And that's a decision that a responsible, practical, don't want to disappoint, will abandon myself in order to get the damn thing done, you know, like that none of that's in alignment, even though a business decision would have been to go ahead and power through and do that, right? That's not the energy, to your point, that we're trying to bring into the content that we're creating. It is out of alignment with everything that we're teaching, which is why what was in alignment that day was to change the plan altogether and not record the content. Yeah. And guess what? Everything's fine. (laughs) the world didn't end no and everything's still on schedule rescheduled yeah we're not behind it's not a big deal it's okay and that those things happen when you choose yourself when you choose alignment like that's where it is you need you yeah you need you period so I'm really excited about teaching more on alignment and about having more offerings that really like Because just in the conversation about like episode two all the way to what are we like at episode 68 or something, you know, like that I've lost count. Same. But (laughs) that in all of that growth, okay, over over a year's worth of podcast episodes, that there's a lot of practical application that came into you and I being able to operate out of alignment and give ourselves grace when we're not operating out of alignment and learn why it's better to not abandon ourselves versus push ourselves and power through, you know, and that those processes and those practical applications are what we're so passionate about teaching and sharing right now at the Badass Ladies Club. Like, hell yeah. So if you guys are excited about alignment or you want to know more about some of the things that we have to offer, you should check us out at www.badassladiesclub.com. You can see all the courses that are up. There's a lot of free content available on the website. There's also the YouTube channel that you can go for days and hours on. (laughs) Um, And then Badass Retreats is also on there where you can look at local retreats in the DFW area and abroad in Costa Rica. We love you guys so much. Thank you for spending your time with us today. It was an honor. Thank you. We're so grateful. 